Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. I'm really glad we're talking about the root chakra today. Me too, but why specifically? Well, it's the first chakra, and I assume most of our listeners know what the chakras are because we hear them in yoga classes or you read about them on the internet. You know, chakra is the Sanskrit word for wheel, and there are seven locations in our body that correspond with each chakra, and it has a different emotional and spiritual state. They are very powerful, the chakras. They are very powerful. And some people, I think when we talk chakras, most of my students really like when we get, when we get into anything a little different, they like that a lot. But for some people, it might feel kind of new agey or too granola or kind of far out hippie-ish, but I do like them. I have fun studying them. I do too. And I think it's really cool that once you get to know them well enough that you can start to depict where you think people might be off in their chakras simply by their behaviors or mm-hmm. by what medical or, you know, physical ailment is, you know, sort of got them at that time. Yeah, I agree. Well, the root chakra is the first chakra. So that's why we're starting with this one and talking about it. And it is the foundational chakra. It's located at the base of the spine and it's associated with the emotional issues of groundedness, survival issues, um, financial independence, food, safety, all kinds of foundational elements in our world, but concerned with earthly grounding and with physical survival. Yeah, it's kind of like when we talk about like where we came from, what we might return to, our tribe, our family, Mm -hmm. our upbringing. Mm -hmm. It's definitely very much tied to inner child work, how secure we felt as a child. Mm -hmm. I was reading on a blog the other day, and I thought this was a great way to say that. When this chakra is weak, we are as light as a feather, and our heads are in the clouds, and we're easily blown away by the wind. Mm. And I thought that was pretty cool. So when a storm comes, any kind of storm or any kind of struggles, any kind of emotional issues, we just get blown away. But the color of the root chakra is deep red. The element is the earth and it's associated, the body parts it's associated with are the coccyx, the anus, the large intestine, the adrenal glands, the back, the legs, the feet, and the bones, the gemstones and the crystals associated with it. Primarily there's a bunch, but the ones I like best are garnet, onyx, and smoky quartz. You like which one? Obsidian. I like obsidian. I want an obsidian thing to put on my desk, obelisk to put on my desk. Do you have one? I have a tiny one. Do you? That's awesome. (laughs) And for our listeners who have no idea what we're doing, I'm literally showing her my little obsidian. (laughs) You know, and I'll get Tanya to take a picture of it for me and I'll put it on our Instagram post so you can see it. (laughs) See, so some of the flower essences that are associated with the root chakra are blackberry, clematis, and corn. And some of the essential oils, bergamot, sandalwood, vetiver. And I know you love vetiver, don't you? 
I like vetiver and I think it's a very grounding oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So as we talk about chakra one and we talk about those sort of deep seated issues, usually if a person's going to have an unsteady first chakra, it is usually because of some major event that happened, we'll say pre 20s. So in Mm -hmm. their childhood or even in their adolescence, and usually it's some sort of maybe major loss, it was um, a major trauma, or it was consistent small traumas, you know, consistently hearing you weren't measuring up, or even just the instance of being a single child and maybe Mm -hmm. vying for your parents' attention, or on the flip, being one of many children and feeling mm-hmm. like your voice was not heard. Like these can inflict upon your overall self-worth, your identity, mm-hmm. your insecurities mm-hmm. or securities, and that's all part of that first chakra. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, you know, your self-esteem is housed in the first chakra as well. I mean, it's also, you know, within a few other chakras, but that's a foundational element, part of your personality. It's also a place of trust. You know, a lot of the issues that we have with the root chakra are trust and boundaries, (laughs) um, physical health. And of course, we already mentioned groundedness, but even something as basic, you know, as shelter. Yeah, absolutely. And just literally feeling safe, not just mentally, but physically safe. Right. And then you you think about in terms of shelter. So, you know, any instance of homelessness is Mm -hmm. going to cause a deep seated trauma in chakra one, but so also cat is moving around a lot as a child. Mm -hmm. So military kids who move from home to home and establish some friendships and then quickly lose them again as they move on to a new location. This is, you know, injurious to that first chakra and then visualize maybe Mm -hmm. even a child who's been given up for adoption wow wow that's very true you know and I never thought about it you know my dad was military also and so we moved around quite a bit I never had really strong girlfriend connections until I was an adult really yeah yeah and that makes perfect sense I always thought well you know for whatever reason, it just never happened, but we never were anywhere long enough. And most people that have those strong friend connections, like my husband, he is still great friends with people he went to elementary school yeah. with because he was in school with them all through school. Yeah. And I'm lucky yeah. enough to say that too. But then there were other issues that I would say caused my first chakra instability. But um, mm-hmm. you think about even whether it's like, you know, moving from a place of homelessness but even hunger, even just being Mm -hmm. hungry or, you know, feeling like you have to be the one who's taking care of yourself, feeding yourself from an early age, or if you have parents who are ill themselves or, you know, maybe suffering addictions where the child is becoming the parent, this Mm -hmm. is also very hard on first chakra issues, right? And then you think about in the instance of death. So children Mm -hmm. who've lost their parents at young ages, this is also very big for first chakra instability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've had a crack in their foundation that sometimes won't heal. Yep, correct. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the issues that come along with an unbalanced root chakra, we've hit on quite a few of them already, but feelings of isolation, abandonment, lack of trust, 
fear may take control of our emotional and our psychological health. And fear is a big, big issue with an unbalanced root chakra. We may feel uncomfortable or not present in our body, a sense of not being heard or noticed or being totally alone. And there may be difficulty manifesting what you need in life, like finding a mate or finding a good job, having a stable home or having a home, having friends. And sometimes people, my grandmother was from the depression generation. She was not a hoarder, but she always, she never believed there was going to be enough because she was a little bitty girl during the depression. And so she would go crazy buying food and clothes. And she bought tons of toys because as a child, she never got toys. So even when she was 86 years old, if we ever lost her at Walmart, we could find her in the toy section (laughs) buying toys. And she was all, she was mentally all there. It's always amazing too, because you think about it from a standpoint of, you know, we're talking about like big hardships, but we could even just do it from small hardships, like, right? Like even if it was a verbal abuse, Mm -hmm. even if it's in the form of you know, physical violence for sure, but also in the form of verbal violence. Even children who heard that common phrase, children are to be seen and not heard, like right there, Mm -hmm. you just axed off of a root from their tree and left them feeling ungrounded. Like my my word Mm -hmm. isn't worthy. Mm -hmm. I should go sit in a corner because I don't deserve to be here Mm -hmm. or whatever. And you think about the things in childhood that you are told all the time, stand up straight, hold your stomach in, don't talk back, don't do this. It's, you know, and that's not always the case, but there are so many don't do's, you know, all affects that first chakra. And then you also think about it from a standpoint of once you have even left home and you've moved into say elementary school. And now if you're ever made fun of for the clothes you wear, or that you're wearing hand-me-downs, or, you know, that maybe you don't read as fast as the kid next to you, or that you're even worse labeled from an early standpoint that you have a learning disability. These things Mm -hmm. alter the course of your life if they aren't handled with discretion. Mm -hmm. Well, and it can keep someone from even trying to be successful in whatever their career path is, because if they've been told from an early age that they are too stupid to do this, or they're not this, or they're not that. But even if they've been told from an early age that they can't do something, they believe that because our mind is so powerful, and especially as an impressionable young child. And not even really just a young child, but even in middle school, even in high school, if you're told you can't do something or what, you know, I remember thinking about applying for this to this school in Vermont. My parents didn't want me to go to college that far away, but I, and they never said I wouldn't be smart enough to get in, but they made me feel like why even bother trying because you would never be successful there. And they never would say something like that. But, you know, when I and when I questioned about they quickly said, well, you're not going that far away from us. Chakra one sort of not feeling good enough in their entire life. I'm not good enough for that job. I'm not good enough for that mate. I'm not good enough, you know, in general. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, and it does keep them from being successful in life a lot. Yeah. It helps keep them from pursuing things that maybe they would have been great at. Right. 
Exactly. And so then you think about it from the standpoint of how does this affect us now? And like you say, maybe it makes me unemployable. Maybe it makes it hard for me to maintain a marriage or maintain relationships. But it's also just in that standpoint of all you need is just like when it comes to grief or trauma is when something else comes up that was similar to it. Then we have these what we call setbacks or flare-ups in our chakra. And now all of a sudden, it's like we have to renegotiate what's happening inside our mind, inside our body. We notice that maybe our bowels are off. We notice maybe we have tailbone pain, low back pain, like and maybe it's sciatica down the legs, but all of these are indications. Mm-hmm that our root chakra is not completely mm-hmm. balanced. Well, and varicose veins, prostate problems, a- obesity, uh, anorexia, all of those issues with our body. Which makes complete sense when you think about it, because if we are not feeling secure, we're going to sit down and hold our position, right? We be- we're going mm-hmm. to become sedentary. And or if we feel like we're not good enough, then maybe we're going to also become depressed or, you know, start to show signs of sedentary behavior in that way. Mm -hmm. It's the same sort of indication where then you're going to have issues with circulation, varicose veins, that's when your weight's going to go up. That's when obesity is going to come in. And it's also the same, like when you think about after the death of a person, if you were to visualize widows, regardless of sex, gender, race, immediately following the passing of their spouse, they're going to have major diet change. It's going to come in the form of one or the other. They're either going to stop eating and lose a lot of weight, or they're going Mm -hmm. to comfort eat and gain weight. And it's that same sort of insecurity that we've been talking about. Their root chakra has been hurt, like literally. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, when you, we've talked about what it looks like when our root chakra is unbalanced, but um, so it's pretty easy to say, well, the opposite of all that is when it's balanced. But when your root chakra is balanced, you have um, a vital connection to life and your life is strong. You feel supported. Your foundation is secure. You feel safe and grounded. You feel alive. You feel peaceful. You feel like you belong and you have connections with other people. You trust and you have a sense of acceptance. And I think that a lot of times, if you really look at all these, I, I can see balances and imbalances always in my, in, in every single chakra. I can go, ooh, I might need to do some root chakra work. But it's really what comes to the forefront for me. You know, do I feel safe? Yes, I feel safe. But do I feel, you know, insecure about something else? Maybe. So I don't know that we can ever be 100% balanced. But if you look at what the the strongest elements, where your strongest feelings are coming from. Do you have a sense of fulfillment of being at home in your body, of being at home in your place on the earth? Then that can tell you a lot about where you, what your chakra yeah, looks like. Yeah, do you like. feel safe and not even in your just your home, but in your relationships, in your job? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're heard, right? And so we kind of make it almost sound like it's just doldrums, like I'm sorry, friends, but most mm-hmm. of us have root chakra issues. It doesn't mean that we're completely 
failures or that we'll never be able to rise above, but it means that maybe we have to do a little bit of homework and figure out, is there unsettled stuff mm -hmm. that we need to work on and how can we work mm -hmm. on it? Like, what can we do? Well, and we can go through different periods all the time. Well, I don't think that. I, I know we can go through different periods where there are times that we feel a lot more comfortable. When I was going through my divorce, I, my root chakra was all kinds of out of whack. I had no foundation because I had been married to my ex-husband for 26 years. I had two kids with him. You know, that's what I knew. And then all of a sudden it was turned upside down. And that was really, really scary. I mean, I didn't feel safe anymore. I didn't know who I belonged to. I moved to a different state, not even just out of the house, but a different state. So I lost that tight community I had there. And so my root chakra was all kinds of out of whack then. But right now, Comparing it to then, my root chakra is one happy, balanced little chakra. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely, there's stages for sure. I mean, you mm -hmm. could be running along just fine, feeling like your chakra is doing just amazing. And then all of a sudden, your company decides to do a layoff and now you've lost your job this is life altering. Yeah. You could be running your business all along and all along comes a pandemic and whoa, well, look at that. <laughs> Holy buckets. <laughs> So, I mean, in general, you know, yeah, there's definitely going to be phases. You're going to feel on top of the world one day and then the next day be like, wow, I should probably address that root chakra. And so then that would be probably yeah. the, how we would like to, you know, conclude the session is like, what are the things you can do for the root chakra? And like mm -hmm. you said, we've got oils at hand, we've got rocks at hand, but we could do yoga, we could sit in meditation, we could breathe. There's a mm -hmm. lot of things you could do that are very grounding. Mm -hmm. Seek a counselor Pardon. and, you know, maybe work on some inner child work. Go back to those mm -hmm. root causes and see if you can't mend them. Mm -hmm. Well, and especially this time of year when it's nice and warm outside go hiking get in the woods go get out in nature for yeah. nature and that is so grounding to be out in nature to be on the ground to be on the earth and maybe even do just a couple of sun salutes out in nature and really plant yourself firmly and that help that helps yeah. a lot Figure out how to make yourself feel comfortable where you are at. And if that means, mm -hmm. you know, that you have to self-advocate, you have to say, I, I feel like I need to be heard. Maybe you need to tell the people you're in relationship with that you need to be heard right now. And you'd be surprised how healing that can be. You know, another thing that I like to do if I do feel a little out of balance, and this is use the Kabera Mudra, and it's not necessarily the mudra that most people associate, I don't believe, with the root chakra. But I love this mudra. And you curl your ring finger and your little finger into your hand, the base of your palm, and you join the tips of your fingers and your middle tips of the other two fingers to your thumbs. And I just love this mudra so much, but and it helps to manifest your dreams into reality. It can help you invite abundance of health and prosperity and happiness into your lives. And so to me, if, if I am feeling just a little off balance, 
balance. I use this mudra a lot. Another thing too, and I know that we maybe haven't mentioned this before when we talked about chakras, but as interesting as inversions are, inversions help us to change our mindset. And sometimes it's necessary Mm -hmm. for us to flip ourselves upside down so that we can change our mindset. And yeah, I mean, if you could figure out how to do a headstand Mm -hmm. and Kubera mudra, you'd be making money, man. Oh my gosh, but let's, okay, let's go a little <laughs> bit further. Let's do a handstand and a Kubera Mudra with a glass of nice red wine while saying this affirmation, may I be able to nourish and nurture myself and be grounded, stable, and feel connected to the oneness of life. When my root is weak, my crown keeps my head up. That's how strong our souls and bodies are. Oh. But I think a perfect affirmation though for the root chakra is I feel safe and secure. I feel grounded. Perfect. I'm Kat Khan. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at Two Pittas on a Pod.